0: The the Two Toms, One Ash podcast is the best podcast featuring two guys named Tom that I have ever been a part of.
1: Thanks Patrick and welcome to Two Toms, One Ash. On this episode, we'll look back at week one, talk about how our teams got on before looking ahead at who we like for week two. I need to say hello to a few new listeners as well. I'm well aware that there aren't many of you, but in the last couple of weeks there's been a significant increase, so so welcome. Uh, thanks ever so much for listening, and especially if you are sharing it with your mates as well. Hopefully it's down to some sort of enjoyment as well as the uneducated fantasy advice that goes along with it as well. Right, that's enough from just me. On we go. Evening, gents. Welcome back, and and we've had it. We've had week one. Um, so, Scully, I'll start with you. How are you? You enjoy it?
2: Very good, mate. Great weekend. Browns won. Huh. First, I think that's the first time they've won a, a, a home opener in oh, God knows how long. And it was a very
1: convincing win. It's good. It's good that it's back. All right, yeah, I'm sure that's not the last we'll hear of uh, of that result um, this next half an hour. But uh, as much as we'll try, but well done, Browns, Charlie. How are you? Yeah,
0: happy that NFL's back. We'll just stick as NFL <laughs> as a whole. Um, really enjoyed Sunday. I had three screens going. I had Sky Sports watching uh, one of the games that was on at six o'clock, <clears throat> a red zone on the iPad, and then I had another game loaded on my phone watching uh, games with my players in, and uh, how I was keeping up with it, I still don't know. And I kept getting comments from the missus saying, how on earth are you watching three screens? I'm like, shut (laughs) up, love, I'm doing it, it's fine. (laughs) Do you know what? You are just a notepad and a pen away from Statman. You are (laughs) the new MIDI. Um, don't compare me to Middy. <laughs> i know he, i know he's also called tom but i am definitely not as bad as Middy.
1: right hang on well, well before we before we deep dive into some of these this fantasy news and week 1 um I, I i did a bit of research dug back and it looks like the steelers the last time that they finished bottom of the division was 1999 so how do you feel about them finishing bottom of the division this season after that tremendous start that they made It's just a hiccup uh
0: Pickett had a bad day, and uh, we need to get rid of our offensive coordinator. The sooner that happens, the sooner we win the division.
1: Okay. Good good start. Um, all right, so let's try this again. Tried it a couple of weeks ago to a catastrophic fail. scoli Yes. Rod, Roger Daltrey is the lead singer of a band. Which band? Pass. oh he's done it again charlie i underestimated your film knowledge last time it's an old band uh everyone the sat there the who it is get it round of applause well done and and speaking of the who let's talk about who scored surprisingly bad in week one um so, Scully, I'll come back to you first. Uh, so, for you, who do you want to pick out that scored surprisingly bad this week? I've gone for Josh Allen. So,
2: I mean, yes, he's, he scored surprisingly bad because I think they they underperformed. Uh, but the Jets' defense—I mean, we've we spoke about them—they they, they were immense. But still, Josh Allen. He's trying to do it all himself again. We spoke about it last week. He's just continued where he left off last season. He's trying to force too many things. Um, And, I mean, he still threw for over 230 yards. He still threw for a touchdown, but he threw three interceptions. He had two fumbles, one that he lost. And um, it's it's just him trying to do too much. We spoke about it last week. He's not trusting... His, his other players and is just forcing it, and um, yeah, he had a he had a really really bad week. I think he he spoke about it afterwards as well in his press conference that he put it on on himself. So he's took it himself, but he, he's just I don't know. It's it's a strange one. And um, coming away, we I think in our league, 11, 11 fantasy points for Josh Allen. I was pleased about it to be honest, because um, he was the one player left in in Tom's. Um, another Tom's um, team who I was play, playing at the weekend, and um, he needed to get 31 points, I think, from Josh Allen. So very, very pleased with the 11 points that he got, but uh, it's a little bit worrying if you're a Buffalo fan.
1: Yeah, he seems to just continued that trend of the last couple of years, and and I think he's he's kind of cause of the most turnovers in the NFL, I think, the last three years, and, and even I think three of the four turn, turnovers that were his fault at the weekend. I think the Bills were in a winning position at that point, so it's not like they were chasing the game. So, so yeah, maybe that's just in him. That's his DNA. That it, he is just a gunslinger. He's just going to go for it regardless. But, um, but yeah, absolutely. If you picked up Josh Allen in fantasy, you are going to be expecting a lot more than eleven points every single week. Um, not even, not even on an off week. Uh, he did so- have
0: a bad week, but he was playing against the Jets, who are up there as one of the best defenses. So. Yeah, he did have a bad one. And yeah, he hasn't been great. But I would expect him to do more against Vegas this week.
2: He were throwing it into double coverage. And one of those people in, that were covering uh, the receivers was Sauce Gardner. I mean, that's not a good idea. Throw it somewhere else. Uh, try and force it somewhere else. Some of the times when he were throwing it, though, he could have ran. He could have ran for the first down and he, throw, he threw it into double coverage. It was just... It was just bizarre, and I think they did three or three interceptions to the same person as well.
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I it. think
2: who's gone down as his best receiver that week?
1: <laughs> yeah, not ideal with the with the rest of the weapons on that offense, uh, and again, probably no good for fantasy either. Uh, Charlie, who was it for you last week?
0: Got to be T Higgins. Um, I think in most drafts he was going second or early third round um, to come away with a big fat goose egg is well I certainly didn't expect that. I don't think anybody did. I don't think anyone expected that result from the uh the Browns Bengals game. <coughs> it's totally, yeah happy <laughs> about it. <laughs> but uh yeah eight targets, no catches. I mean for one of the best receivers in the league. Yeah, I, I just thought it was atrocious. It, I know weather paid a big part, the weather wasn't great, but that was the same on both sides of the ball, uh, and you, I don't think, as a world-class, one of the best wide receivers in the league, you can blame a little bit of rain for coming away with no catches and a, a zero
2: in terms of fantasy. It's finally, a secondary that's got a scheme that works. Um. So pleased to see it. I know I, again, didn't didn't expect it to happen at all. Didn't expect to to keep them to three points for them to do nothing. But uh, it's just nice to see the talent that we've got on defense actually being able to perform and looking like they're thriving. I know it's week one, one week, not getting too carried away. But it was um, they were exceptional, and uh, it's just very very nice to see.
1: Yeah, there's no way that if you have got T Higgins. Joe, Bur- Joe Burrow that you'd be expecting single figures, let alone absolutely nothing. Um, so yeah, good pick out, but but again, there's no way that anyone's getting dropped. No one's dropping T Higgins after one week, I wouldn't have thought. Um, so one player that I'll pick out, uh, DeAndre Swift. So uh, I'll talk about Eagles. Um, 1.3 points for him. One rushing attempt. One reception. Um, I think looking at all the running backs, so Rashad Penny um, didn't, didn't have any action at all. Uh, Boston Scott two points kenny gamewell got 11 points so i think there's a bit of a mix there it looks like it might be a different player for a different week but i think deandre swift it, it, for all intents and purposes he's fit he's healthy um it, it's a shame that he's not didn't get more action i know he won i wasn't i don't think it was overly convincing um but the deandre swift of the last couple of seasons it, he'd be getting i don't know 10 10 receptions maybe, um, certainly 10 carries uh, and then should find his way around. So I think Eagles on the whole need to find a bit of a better rush from the running backs and then Jalen Hurts will play his part and then receivers will play a part and then I guess Goddard as well needs to score more than the zero that he did as well in future. So um, so yeah, unsurprising for me, um, I've not drafted him, but um, whoever has, I think, I think you'd be hoping for a few more, otherwise he's going to sit firmly on your bench. Okay, so let's go over to the other side and let, let's let's go positive. Uh, so Scully, who do you think scored surprisingly well last weekend?
2: Main one for me was probably the uh, the forgotten man from his uh, dodgy laterals that he played while he was in New England and who was never going to ever play for New England again. But Jacoby Myers um, was unbelievable. Two touchdowns. Nine catches for 81 yards, 29.1 points. Um, completely, completely outshadowed uh, Devontae Adams as well. So um, uh, excellent, excellent performance from him. And for me, that that just came out of absolutely, absolutely nowhere. Um, I mean, he even went off towards the end of the game with a concussion. I think he's in concussion protocol now. So he's doubtful whoever will play this weekend. So might be a little bit forgotten about again after this weekend but um for me really really surprising really high and I'm, I'm not sure where he were picked in our draft if if he was picked up before this weekend or if someone's claimed him off of waivers but um he wasn't anybody that i was looking looking for and when he got
1: two touchdowns at the weekend i was like how, how has that happened but well done to him yeah, and in hindsight, maybe he could be, he could be a bit of a guy. Isn't it? He's, like you say, he's not Devontae Adams and he's not going to be scoring that amount of points every single week, but um, but certainly someone that could become a wide receiver too. That's for sure. Charlie, who are you picking? A player that I expected to do well. I
0: had him last year. Uh, I didn't expect him to do what he did week one. Uh, it was always going to be a shootout between uh, the Dolphins and the Chargers, but for me, it was Tua. Um, I thought he was unbelievable to throw, was it over 400 through air? 466 yards through the air. Um, Absolutely phenomenal performance. I know he's got Tyreek, who's just an absolute machine. Uh, I've said it before, I I think he is the biggest game changer in the NFL, besides quarterbacks. I think he 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 is that good. And with him and Waddle, two has got it stacked in his favour, but he, he he was just really good. Um, he he obviously threw a pick, which he's gonna he's gonna do, but to, to put that many yards up four hundred and sixty six yards, three passing touchdowns, uh, he was absolutely on fire. And I was bricking it going into the late game because the lad I was playing had Tua as his starting quarterback, and with that had just pipped me going into the uh, Cowboys Giants game. So I was uh, a little bit stressing. Couldn't get myself to sleep because I thought he might pick me with him having Pollard playing in that game. But the defense came through good.
1: Wow, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. But yeah, great shout with Tua. I, I think he's. I think wherever he was picked, he'd probably probably put, put him at I don't know what quarterback, eighth, nine, ten, something around there. And and I guess with his injuries, injury past, and him, him being made a glass. Well, You couldn't rely on him. You'd need a second quarterback. But if he's going to keep playing like that, then, then yeah, really good stuff and a load of weapons. And I think Smythe as well, their tight end. Not out of nowhere, but a fair few receptions and did very well as well. Like. But if you're the Chargers, how do you, after Tyreek Hill's got
2: 100 yards, 150 yards, not put him in double coverage or triple coverage or whatever, after 175 yards, after 200 yards, I just still no do nothing different. It it was just it was just ridiculous. And who was the who was the guy trying to cover him? JC something or other.
1: JC Jackson, I think. Yeah, yeah. Previously the Patriots, got, a good corner, but he's different any no. time Yeah, <laughs> just got absolutely destroyed. Yeah, that, yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and then for me, uh, so uh, Brandon Ayuk. Uh, I think he's been on the edge a couple of seasons, he? maybe in Debo's shadow, not last season, but the season before. But two touchdowns at the weekend, uh, came away with 32 points, eight receptions. What a monster of a game. And and with the weapons that they've got, with they have got obviously Debo and they've got McCaffrey and Kittle, but he could be, he could be the favourite target. He could be the downfield receiver that, that kind of opens up with all these good underneath players. So, again, another one that wasn't on my radar at all. I certainly would have picked him up if it's kind of mid-late rounds as a receiver, but wouldn't have had him anywhere near wide receiver one, potentially wide receiver two. But great start. Great start for the 49ers. Sorry, Tom. Um, and uh, and great start for Ayuk. He looks like Purdy's number
0: one, doesn't he? he even uh, back end of last year, he was somebody that, Uh, Purdy was targeting, so he's he's coming out as the guy that he goes to, and I know it doesn't count towards fantasy, but I don't know if you saw the uh, McCaffrey sixty-five yard touchdown. Ayuk makes two, uh, he makes certainly one huge block. He comes storming down the line and makes a block, and he makes that touchdown. Without Ayuk, they don't they don't make that touchdown. So uh, yeah, I know not in terms of fantasy, but. The guy all over the all over the field just a fantastic asset for the 49ers
1: mm. yeah looks at, and, and so does purdy in fairness i've not been his uh, again i like him as a it, there's a weapons for him but i don't i didn't love him as a player necessarily i thought he's kind of not overrated i think that's the wrong phrase but he is just kind of dunking and dipping it off but i thought he was he was quite impressive actually as well on at the weekend um So just before we break uh, and we've not spoke about it yet um, I can't quite believe because it's what's been talked about all off-season but the Jets and Aaron Rodgers so quick moment of silence alright that'll do Um, but where's that leave all the Jets I guess for fantasy Uh, and also I guess Scully how bummed are you for Aaron Rodgers? Gutted for him to be fair it's been
2: been a great story and everyone's kind of been looking at the jets and it's just a bit i don't know it's taken a little bit of something away from the season in, in week one which is which is a shame i mean the the atmosphere before that game him running out with the flag and the the 9-11 stuff and um yeah it's just 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 a shame that we never got to see see if he could do it see if he could take this this team this highly talented team to to the super bowl and and be what what we what we thought the jets were going to be this year it's um it, it never had the chance to get started so i'm a little i'm a little bit sad about that and uh i mean for fantasy relevance i think it does knock all of them um Garrett Wilson. I mean, other than that amazing catch that he, that he made towards the end, that was him. It wasn't the, the greatest throw in the world. It was it was an unbelievable catch. But before that, was he was he really in the game? You didn't really see see much of him at all. Uh, so no, I don't I don't think the the receivers, especially Garrett Wilson, who was touted to have a big big season with with, with Rodgers thrown to him, is going to benefit from uh, from Wilson. Throw to him but um, the, the young running back looked good didn't he just coming off his uh, ACL tear or whatever he'd whatever he'd done and he slowed down a little bit that for <laughs> that first run when he was absolutely clear through and then just ran out of gas a little bit but uh, other than that he looked uh, very very good but um, but yeah no overall a little, a little bit gutted it was Nice build-up, all the hard-knock stuff, all the feel-good stuff. Aaron Rodgers
1: coming out of his retreat and, yeah, bit, bit deflated. Yeah, and I think as much as anything, it's it's the type of injury. It's, if it's a broken thumb and he's even out for the season and then he starts rehab in January, whereas if it is potentially 12 months of trying to get back to something, as a 39-year-old, even trying to give it one last go next season. There's no guarantee of that. Charlie, do you think he'll come back next season or do you think that's it? Do you think he's done? I think it's too big an injury at that age to, for him to come back. It, it's, uh,
0: like Scully said, it's just really disappointing. Uh, as an NFL fan, uh, it was a great story. And obviously, Wilson's been tipped to potentially be wide receiver one this year with Rogers. Um I, I think he'd struggle to make top five. I think... You're talking probably around the ten, um, with Wilson, it, it's just not going to be the same. He made he obviously made that quality catch that uh, that Scully mentioned, uh, but it was an awful throw. He, he made it. Um, I think in terms of fantasy now, if people are willing to trade, you've got to be targeting the running backs because they've they've got to rely on that um that two man backfield they've got between Cook and Brees Hall. Brees Hall, like Scully said, he looked very good. He's just not quite at full fitness. Uh, but it looked like it was going to be a shared backfield between the two of them. So both good picks if if you've got them or if people are willing to trade you for them, then uh, they're, they're someone to maybe target in a trade. But apart from that, I mean, we'd said this before, wide receiver-wise, I don't think anybody was particularly excited about anybody else i think it depletes that completely I, I don't think i'd be starting any jets wide receivers other than garrett wilson
1: no and, and i guess what last season with zach wilson he was offensive rookie of the year but there's a big jump between that and actually adding some real value um so yeah but you never know i guess if anyone out there they have got garrett wilson um then maybe now is the time to trade and get a little bit for him potentially if someone is still up on the jets but um but yeah, who knows? Maybe even with Aaron Rodgers sat behind him and in his ear that Zach Wilson can be a slightly better quarterback than he was last season. Okay, so let's have a look at our teams and our rosters from week one and see how we got on. Um, so, well, we all won, which was a great start and great great advert for our... Well, I'm not even going to call it expertise at all. Um, but uh, but yeah, so good start. So even between us all, depending on what our scores are, it's a hell of a start. Um, and I don't think all of us, certainly. I know I wasn't predicted to win, so very happy with that. Um, but I scored the most points out of us three. So I scored 133 points, Charlie 126, and then Scully 103. So my score of 133 um, scored the most out of everyone in our league. So currently I'm sat there in line for 25 quid at the end of the season, which um, <laughs> I don't think it'll stay like that, but so far so good. Um, so I'll just run through mine first. Uh, headlined with Tyreek, 44 points. Uh, I think he's he's nailed on for 20 plus points, 25 plus points, maybe every single week um, and inevitably is wide receiver number one. Aaron Jones scored 26 points and is running back number one. Then mixed in with that, um, Hawkinson's tight end scored the third highest score, uh, and Jets' defense was the second highest ranked defense. So, between those, uh, what between those four positions, really, really well, and really happy. On the complete opposite end of the scale, Lamar Jackson, who scored the 27th highest points for a quarterback, I started Christian Kirk, who's a 95 ranked receiver now. Uh, I started Graham Gano for the Giants, who, who well. We scored as many points as he did last week. Um, And then J.K. Dobbins went on to IR straight away, really. So, yeah, I think sometimes I guess everyone scores average and you seem to do well. That was not the case for me at all. Just a few really high scorers and then others that did nothing. So played around a little bit on waiver wire, which I'm sure we'll come on to in a second. Um, But, Charlie, so you finished with 126 points. Talk us through your week and your team.
0: Uh, yeah, I wasn't predicted to win. I was predicted a loss by two. Um, I had some some okay scores. Uh, I've already mentioned I had the Cowboys' defence, which did me a, a massive favour with 37 points. I was not expecting that. They were by far my highest scorer. Uh, I had Bijan with 20, uh, Mike Evans with 18, Uh, And then it was Devontae Adams with 12. I mean, all decent performances. Uh, Disappointed with the Giants, with Waller. But my biggest disappointment and now biggest fear going forward is Justin Fields and the Bears with DJ Moore. I mean, that was just... I, I watched the game. That was one of the games I was watching on my phone. Um, And just to not, he just didn't throw the ball to DJ Moore, who they've picked up to be their wide receiver one and to not, he he gave him two targets of which he caught both of them for 25 yards Uh, from your wide receiver one. It just wasn't there. Um, Fields just, it felt like he was a little bit lost, like they were trying to make him do stuff that he didn't really want to do. That's how it came across to me. Um. So yeah, I, I was big on Justin Fields preseason. I know it's only one game. I'm not going to be uh, trading him away and trying to pick up somebody else's backup in replacement anytime soon. But I'm definitely going to be keeping an eye on that. And uh, DJ Moore may find himself sat on my bench this week, and we'll find out how they go on. Um, bench wise, I didn't really have anything better. I had Derek Carr, uh, who scored 16.6, so only 0.04 more than Justin Fields. So I'm not going to be starting Carr over Fields this week. Um, AJ Dillon, who will be an interesting one going into next week with the fact that Aaron Jones, who uh, you've got, Ash, obviously picked up that hamstring injury. We'll see how serious that is and whether Dillon's going to become that number one, because when he went out of the game, AJ was who they were using, so uh, he may be a good one to to slip in this week.
1: And I saw you picked up off waivers, um, What Joshua Kelly, uh, I know we texted earlier on, and, and yeah, that was definitely someone that I was was looking at, I think, with the amount of carries that he had, and Eckler was still getting carries as well, it wasn't a case of Eckler was injured or anything like that, Like he was getting plenty of carries, so if that is a sign of things to come, then Then we look to start him? Possibly. I'm going to
0: keep my eye on Eckler because he looked a little bit off a couple of times. He looked a bit sore, um, limping a little bit. So maybe there's an underlying injury there, something like that. But for now, I wouldn't start him over uh, obviously not over Bijan and Najee. I'm going to have to see. I'm not expecting big things from Harris this week against the Browns, but I'm not willing
1: to drop him for for. And they're looking at yours, so uh, it's 103 points, um, but but a win, regardless. Uh, looks pretty steady for everyone, really, um, and and even with points to spare on your bench, I guess. So so yeah, talk through your team. Yeah, again, same as
2: you two predicted to lose by by about five points so it was going to be a close one ended up beating Tom quite convincingly by about 20 points and again he had Josh Allen left to, to score 31 points to win him the game which was never it was never certain or uncertain it, it could have gone either way really but um, it, it, it ended pretty well for me I mean f- for me f- uh, not, not great. I think I, I got away with it in in all honesty. Like you said, I've got a few points on my bench. Um, the Van Jefferson experience didn't didn't quite mm. work out. He sent a throw to everybody else, but Van Jefferson, even the Pua Nakuha or whatever the guy's called that I've never heard of in my life got way more targets than van jefferson that was meant to be the the wide receiver one for for the uh, the rams with cup out but uh yeah that didn't that didn't work out so he'll be coming straight out next week um but zay flowers who i wasn't sure about how he'd be used in that offense was probably the one spark that that the ravens had on offense i thought he was he was excellent he scored 17 points but he's got 17 points unfortunately on my bench so um, that again is probably the the one change that i'll that i'll be making next week and the other one that i left out this week was tyler algier that uh, again another one that i could have spoke about earlier about having a an, an excellent week and probably a, an unexpected excellent week weren't sure how much he'd be used in in the offense um with um with be john robinson coming in but um it was it was brilliant two touchdowns uh ran for over 75 yards few catches as well so he, he was heavily used so again 24 points on my bench but he's somebody that i think if he's going to be utilized like that he can come in so whereas i say i got away with it a little bit i think uh i've learned a lot from some of the performances and how a couple of people were utilized who i have drafted so uh, it's looking better for me for next week but for this week in terms of the standout performances brown's defense 11 points or uh, any time the defense gets you in double figures it's a win same with my kicker dick of the kicker 12 points um the the sun god sent brown he uh, he started me off really well Last Thursday with 19 points, and then uh, Deshaun Watson had a decent game as well. Threw for a touchdown, might have had an interception, but uh, also ran in for a touchdown. So um, he's probably one that's not going to start for me every week. Uh, it probably will be uh, Lawrence, who again had a, had a decent game, uh, other than that bizarre f- fumble, whatever <laughs> happened. But uh, um, yeah overall overall okay, like I said. I've learned I've learnt more than I've learnt a lot from from this week to take into next week and um I think like I said, I, I got away with it more than more than anything but a win's a win.
1: Yeah, and it sounds like uh one of those good problems to have, I suppose, it is players on your bench. And I know for most of us when we're picking players off the waiver wire, looking at who's a free agent that's done well maybe, that that we're just kind of picking players up to swap around those kind of bench fillers, but but yeah, for you, it feels like you probably have to do a good bit of research, see who the matchups are, see who the teams are playing, and and yeah, whether whether it is worth starting some of those on your bench because they because they're good enough. So so yeah, good problem to have. Uh, but overall, I guess a, a good winning start for all three of us. So let's close out by looking ahead to week two. Uh, and some pickups that we like the look of. So Scully, I'll come to you first and wide receivers. So who would you be suggesting we start in week two? Can you go to Tom first? Sure. Um, yeah, I'm sure just just more time to uh, I, d- I don't know. think of an explanation. just prefer going second, something like that. Exactly. Charlie, running back. Don't send me back over. Uh, can you go? No, I'm joking.
0: Um, <laughs> as much as it pains me to say, I think Nick Chubb is going to have a massive week this week. Um, Steelers' defence didn't look fantastic. Obviously, Watt had a great game, but with um, Cam Awood injured, I don't know if that's still the case for this week. Obviously, missed missed a bit of the game. He came back in and tried to play injured. Um, so I don't know how bad that injury is. I'll be keeping an eye on that. But if he is out, I'm worried that Nick Chubb could have a, a really big game because uh, he he was quality on uh, against the Bengals. And if we can't stop him like we we couldn't with McCaffrey, I think Nick Chubb is is one definitely to be putting in your lineup as a cert. Steeler
1: down. I'm gonna to have to pop in and see you on the way home from work tomorrow just to check that you're all right. Suggesting Nick Chubb in a week that they're playing the Steelers is uh well unforgivable, in fairness. But um
0: I've got to go head over heart and I'm I am <laughs> broken. So if you wanna come round and give me a cuddle, uh
1: just to cheer me up, please do. Yeah. But, well there's there's no doubt, I guess, that if you've got Nick Chubb you're not starting him anyway, but but yeah, you'd like to think he's well, you wouldn't like to think, but it looks like he's in for a big week coming up. Um, I'm going to stick with you, Charlie, just to give some Scully some more time to, I don't know, sippy's sippy's coffee, whatever he's doing. Um, so, running back number two, Charlie, do you want one who was not, will
0: not, maybe people wouldn't expect, or one who is nailed on? Sure,
1: yeah, surprise
0: okay. me. Uh, I'm I was big on him this year. I told you guys I was big on him this year. Um, he didn't score fantastically this first week. Uh, it's Damian Pierce for me. I thought he was a great pickup in the draft. I w- he was somebody I was looking for. Um, they're playing against the Colts, who are not fantastic defense, but with that rookie quarterback, I think Damian Pierce is going to absolutely run riot this week, and uh, he's going to be a monster in uh, in fantasy. I mean, who? The the Colts played against the Jags, didn't they? Um, Etn had a, a decent week, so yeah, I'm expecting him to do uh, do big things.
1: Yeah, he's there, running back number one, isn't he? Um, by by a distance, uh, I think. Surprising, really, how much? How, oh, they didn't. It didn't score as well as he could have last last week, like you say, kind of with the rookie quarterback for the Texans. Even um, we just thought they'd have relied on him a little bit more, but um. But maybe that's a different case against division rival on I guess a Colts who are probably not chasing the game quite as much.
2: And they were playing Baltimore as well, weren't they? That um yeah. Yeah. they're strong, so understandable really.
1: It'll be a different story. Uh Scully, are you you ready now?
2: I was ready before, mate. Sorry. Oh, Sorry. Okay. I apologize. I yeah. oh, well uh, floor's yours, take it away. I appreciate it. First one I'll go for is well someone that, had a really good game um, this week as well. But Calvin Ridley, good to see him. Uh, good to see him back. Good to see him performing. And uh, they're going up against Kansas City, that didn't look great, in all honesty, uh, last Thursday. Um, Saint Brown had a really good game against them, and uh, I think um, Calvin Ridley could do could do something very similar. I mean, Trevor Lawrence was, uh, I thought it was excellent. As well, um, last, uh, well, this weekend just gone and he just seems to be going from strength to strength. I was probably one of his biggest critics before and completely won me around last season. And uh, just seeing the connection that he had with Ridley this week, I think I think they'll take that on into next week. And I think they'll do some damage to Kansas City. So it'll be interesting to see uh, how, how that is and if KC come out of that with uh, with anything and they could be going... Uh, zero and two after after two weeks, which would be uh, quite a shock.
1: Yeah, and Chris Jones is back, isn't he? He's just signed that one-year deal. Um, uh, I mean, the player he is, I'm sure he hasn't needed to train with the team necessarily, but he's been out of the building for a couple of weeks. So having him back on one hand a bit of a boost, but on the other hand, um, it's something that the, 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 isn't that's not been there last week. Um, so something a little bit different. But yeah, Calvin Ridley, great game last week. And me having Christian Kirk. If he has another stinker this week, then I'll definitely be looking to to trade him or offload him, I think. Um, yeah, few weapons on there. Ridley seems to be receiver number one by a long way so far. Um, have we got another receiver, Scully?
2: Yeah, the, the man that I just mentioned, um, speaking about Ridley as well, the sun god, St. Brown. I think uh, he's... I mean, I know he's on my team, so... Um, could be a little bit wishful thinking this, but um, he's, he's unbelievable. And with Jameson Williams, he's uh, the, the absolute number one for for Jared Goff. Uh, they're going against Seattle, who are far, far from the, the Legion of Boom. So, um, yeah, I think he could have a, another big week and hopefully put me up some, some big points to help win my matchup.
1: Something's happening up there in Detroit, isn't it? There's a real good feeling about, about the Lions. Um, so if they can go 2-0, I guess the Packers won last weekend, but the Bears look woeful. The Vikings lost, uh, and the Vikings are playing Eagles on Thursday night, so there's a good chance that Lions could could really make even more of a claim on that division that they're, that they're so heavily favoured for this season. Um, and, yeah, I think a lot of that will go through St. Brown. So another great shout there. And that's that. As always, please make sure that you follow the show and leave comments and ratings where you can. Uh, And we want your questions, so anything that you want to ask us at all, then tweet us at 2toms1ash. And here's hoping this time next week there's a lot less significant injuries, uh, but just as many fireworks. See you then.
0: Uh, Schooley won the league last year, has never shut the absolute fuck up about it. Maybe he will stop at some point.